Welcome to the Divine Purpose Podcast, where people are choosing courage over comfort by facing their fears. You can check out the Divine Purpose Podcast each and every Friday on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, and and as well as Google Podcasts as well. I hope everybody had an amazing week. I hope everybody is having an amazing blissful day as well. I'm sending everybody love and light. And today, podcast will be about turning your purpose. I mean, turning your um, your um, your purpose into power. So, today we have a special guest by the name of Javon Wooden, and I would love to introduce Javon. So, Javon is an Army veteran, also a certified mindset and perception coach as well as an author and the founder of Live Not Loaf LLC. He has overcome depression as well as PTSD to earn multiple certifications recognized throughout the coaching community. He has an MBA from the University of Maryland as well, Robert H. His mission is to empower and design a life that you don't need to take a vacation from by increasing your self-perception. He does this throughout an amazing, amazing coaching um, tool that he has. And he offers one-on-one sessions and as well as group sessions. So I would love to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for um, being on this podcast today and to be able to share your story. So let's go ahead and get into the podcast. The first question I would like to ask you, Jovan, is who is Jovan and what is your journey in life? What was your journey in life? How did you get to where you are today? Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on uh, your platform, Talisha. Um, I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. So keep doing it. You know, uh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, thank so you so journey. much. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And who is Javon? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I will start by answering that one. So I am someone who lives with compassionate, uh, compassion and empathy. I'm someone who recognize my imperfections and really aim to leverage that and be transparent about those, about my imperfections and my story, where I came from, in order to empower others to realize that it's okay to not be okay, uh, that vulnerability is strength. And that we all have unique skills and resources within us that we can utilize to design a life they don't need. A, we don't need a vacation from. Uh, as far as my story and how I ended up getting here to the point where I'm speaking to you on this podcast today, <laughs> it's been a long road. I mean, I'm sure we all can attest to that. Like, you know, we go through adversity. Um, they say it builds character, but when you're in it, it's tough, right? It's tough. Yes. Uh, when you go through trauma. It's it's something that that sticks with you and stays with you. Um, there's a book called The Body Keeps the Score that talks about that, how trauma really impacts your physiology and how you react to certain things, um, your environment, how you think, all those things. So, you know, in order to be able to make the conf- uh, the conscious decision that I change and, and go from, you know, my body keeping the score, holding the tension, holding the pain, I decided to let it out. But to get there, um, I had to go through a couple of things. At age 17, you know, I was uh, arrested for an assault and robbery charge. I faced seven years in prison. 
by the grace of God, I didn't have to serve those seven years because the victims um, they never showed, right? And that's the only reason why I didn't do those seven years, right? And I believe truly that that was God's way of telling me to sit my butt down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was God's way of telling me that that path was not for me, uh, that I had more that I was destined to do in this life. Uh, and it really took me going to jail and, and seeing the pain that it caused my mom and my sister and, you know, my immediate family when they came to visit me. It took me to see that pain to wake me up. It took me to see them hurting in a way I had never saw to wake me up. And we had been through some things. You know, we, we grew up very poor um, in poverty, you know, food stamps, wake, all that good stuff. Um, you know, that was our way of life. My mom made, I think she said she made less than $10,000 at some point. Uh, so I just tried to get the fast buck because that was the only thing I knew uh, was the street life, right? All I knew was I needed to do something to help my family uh, and got caught up, right? Um, but that journey led me to, you know, going when I got out, I graduated high school and I was able to join the military later on. I had picked up two full-time jobs after high school, so I wouldn't go back to that fast money as they say like mm -hmm. uh, but i tell y'all if you in it, it, it it's really not that fast and the, okay. the risk outweighs the reward tremendously right um so um anyone who's thought about doing that or going into that life don't i'll say that right now on this podcast um, definitely but, agree i definitely sure. agree and that's why i love your story and that's why the name of this podcast today is turning your pain into a purpose because a lot of people can't get out that mindset they're like oh my god the fast money is just coming in so fast 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 until they hit the rock like you did and you woke up like hey i can't put my family through this i have to be better and do better and be an example for my family so i'm glad you were able to get out that mindset so mm. that yeah. was amazing so the next question i would like to ask you is uh what was your transformation when you realized that you was placed here to be a mindset coach? Like, did you wake up and after you were uh, incarcerated and say, hey, I need to speak out more. I need to um, just be able to coach and steer people the right way. Like, when was your transformation? Definitely not. I wish it was that smooth. <laughs> where, I, where I came out and was like, yeah, you know, I'm about to be a mindset coach. I'm going to be a completely different person. But habits, uh, when you develop that, that scarcity mindset, that mindset of survival, um, you don't really see other options when you're, when you're there, right? And it really wasn't until I had hit the military. Um, I signed up at 22, and, you know, I was able to go through basic and, and the AIT, which is where you learn your job and all that other stuff, um, that I started seeing my power truly. Because when I prayed to God the night in that jail cell, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about, right? I was just praying. I was speaking to him um, truly in the first time in my life at that point. And, mm. you know, I didn't really feel like confident in myself at that time still. So when I went in the military, I was able to lead some soldiers. I was able to um, see that I had the ability to empower others to go for what they want. You know, I was, at one deployment, I had some soldiers who kept failing their physical fitness tests, and I was able to get them passed. Uh, mm. they, they failed two years in a row. I mean, by all rights, they should have been kicked out of the military, but for some reason, God allowed them to stay on, stay in and our paths to cross so I could prove to them that they were capable, right? So, and that's really where that idea of coaching came in, was through the military, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and seeing, you know, soldiers and all that who were 
trying to take their lives, commit suicide and everything because they didn't have that love for self because they felt like they were worthless and all that other stuff. And just having those experiences was like, you know, I need to share my story. I need to get this out of there because there's so many people suffering in silence and the scars we don't see are the hardest to heal. So so that's why I I became a coach and I've gone through my own things even, even more recently as 2017 and still do right. Mm -hmm. Where the depression, the PTSD at that point in 2017 became unbearable. Right. I was thinking about, you know, taking my own life at that point when I first, when I came home from Afghanistan Mm -hmm. and, it didn't hit me. I'll tell people it didn't hit me until about eight months after I returned home, because you never know when these things are going to hit you. You yeah. never know when that trauma is going to show up in your life. So that's why I always recommend everyone gets help, you know, get you a mentor, get you a therapist. You know, you want a team of support. You want to make sure you identify a team <laughs> like, you know, you Absolutely. got all star cast, right? You got your friends and your family, but then you have some other people, you know, on that squad. Your A team, right? You have your your coach and your your mentor and your your therapist, and that way you have that. So no matter what's going on, you have support. Uh, in the military, we talk about three hundred and sixty security. Well, in life, I think about the same thing. You want three hundred and sixty security around your mental and emotional health. Yes. You got to protect yourself at all costs. And I love how you said that you need a therapist, you need a life coach, you need a life a life coach for mindset. A lot of people think that. They don't need that extra help, especially in the black community, because we all suffer in some ways from mental health. So I'm glad you was able to say that on this platform, because maybe you can touch somebody and say and they can wake up and say, hey, maybe I do need that extra push or that next that extra help just to speak to someone to get things off their mind, because a lot of people um, bottle things up. And it builds up. And like you said, it messes with your mental health. So a lot of people who hear therapists that think automatically like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. I don't need a therapist. We all need it. We all need it. You just paid $100 for shoes. You can invest in a... Right. For real, you so, can't enjoy those things if you don't invest in your mental health and emotional health, right? You're not... Uh, material possessions don't bring joy. And you really will never experience joy. Say that one more time. Now, I said material possessions do not yes. bring joy, right? So, and people, we have to realize that joy and happiness, you know, those start from within, right? Those start inside internally, because if you can't say that I am happy with myself, I am happy with my life, no external sources can give you that. Amen. I like that. I love it. So as a mindset coach, what are you doing to maintain your well-being, your mental health? Because sometimes... It can be overwhelming and helping others. And how are you maintaining it? How are you balancing it? How are you still pouring into your cup and still be able to help and assist others? Well, one thing uh, that's important for me is to set those boundaries, right? I make Mm -hmm. sure that uh, in between sessions with with clients, I have some time to decompress, to process, to recenter myself. Uh, I make sure I spend, you know, as much time outside as I can, go for walks midday, you know, I wake up, get my workout in, uh, get some wins, read and all that stuff. I, I call it my power hour when I wake up. Like nothing mm-hmm. else comes in there. I don't answer no calls, no emails, no nothing. Not, you know, uh, and then I just go exercise, walk my dogs, spend some time with myself, uh, which is the most important. Having that time with yourself and just, you know, meditating, mm-hmm. getting some mindfulness, whatever it is that you do that will, will allow you to energize and set your intentions for the day. 
Um, but boundaries is very important in communicating them effectively to let people know, like, hey, this is what we can and can't do. Like, this is what I'm tolerating. This is what I'm not. Um, so I make sure I set that. Like, I'm not a person that you, you're going to text me immediately and I'm going to respond just because you want me to. It doesn't work. So I always make sure that I do that. Um, if I know I need to get something done or I need space to myself, I'll put my phone somewhere else and just take that space. Um, I think that's very, very important to do that. I mean, you got to set boundaries within you too. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure you're telling yourself like, hey, I'm not dealing with that, right? I'm not going to keep uh, bringing, allowing people who are draining me into my life. I'm not going to keep, you know, doing things over and over and expecting different results, whatever it is. Um, so that's some of the ways that I make sure I maintain um, a full cup. And also just having fun, right? Doing things that you enjoy, making sure you, you've taken some time to just enjoy life, be free. Yes, yes, I agree. And I love how you say a power hour because I have my power hour. I don't see how people wake up and just instantly start listening to like hip hop or yeah. just instantly just start their day without, like you said, meditating, meditating on a date, clear your mind, set, set um, intentions and gratitude on what you want to get completed for the day. Mm-hmm. Eat something healthy and just have your tea right. time and take a walk. Like you said, a lot of people don't do that. Just, they just get up and start their day and just wondering why they're having a bad day because you didn't set that in, you didn't set the intentions for the day. Yeah, so you got to watch animals, man. That's why it's, it's nice to have, like, dogs and stuff around because yeah, a dog, absolutely. you know, as soon as they get up, what do they do? They stretch, they move their body, make sure they're in alignment and all that stuff. So we have to do the same thing. Like, we got to make sure we move, get some, some movement in, some exercise, make sure we hydrate. Um, and make sure we uh, educate and set our intentions, right? Yes, absolutely. So uh, your brand is called Own Your Kingdom, Live Not Loaf. The name is amazing. What is your purpose behind your brand? And when did you decide, when did this shift your mind to be to help others? Like, when did it click? Yeah, so um, so Live Not Loaf actually is a brand that started in 2017. Um, actually, I came up with that idea while I was deployed in Afghanistan. As I said, I've seen a lot um, in my life, military service and personally. Uh, and uh, before, like it started in 2016, the idea, but I, I found it in 2017. But the reason why I named it that, Live Not Loaf, is loathing. People often loathe themselves and just do not like themselves. They have no love for self, as we mm-hmm. alluded to earlier. And then they also just do not enjoy life. They're tired of doing the same mundane tasks, mm-hmm. tired of getting paid just to pay bills. They're tired of struggling in some way, shape, or form. They don't like who they're around. You know, all these types of things. So that's loathing. Um, I wanted to flip that on his head and allow people to live, empower them to live and bring that joy back in their life, empower them to design a life they don't need a vacation from, empower them to set those healthy boundaries um, and let people know uh, what's going on, empower them to take those trips and and experience what the world has to happen, not just the negatives that we see. Um, So that's the transformation. That name represents that transformation. Live, not loathe, right? Because that's what we want. And then Your Kingdom is a sub-brand. Own Your Kingdom... Um, is the name of my, one of my books, right? And what that represents is the kingdom. You are the kingdom. So you own yourself. There's three things I always talk about. So you have to have that physical, that mental, and that spiritual alignment. And when you have those in alignment, you get centered, right? So in, in the center, that means you can focus. And that's where it all comes from. It comes from being able to focus, harness your energy in a positive way, uh, allow yourself to take those breaks when you need it, allow yourself to go ahead and place an interrupt between your thoughts 
and your responses and reactions, right? And that's what I, I teach to my clients. Absolutely. And I wanted to add on to that. Um, like you said, a lot of people, you know, wake up and they don't like themselves. They don't have the self-love. They hate their job. They hate their business or whatever they have going on. Mm-hmm. Change start within you. You have to want change in order to see the change, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it starts with you. And a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you're just not going to wake up and it's going to fall in your lap. You have to want it for yourself in order for that change to come. Yeah. Um, and it's, all, it's really about accountability. Yes. Right? It's accountability. No one's going to be able to change your circumstances like you can. And no one's going to put that energy into it like you can. And Absolutely. if you're not putting any in, then you can't expect anyone else to do anything. Right. If you start moving towards with action, towards a goal and changing your life, good things happen. Right. Yep. Good things happen. People will start coming in. That's because God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, aligns with you. Right? Yes. I always say God is waiting for you to come get your blessings. He don't Ooh. just give them to you. Yes. Yes. I like how you said that. God is waiting for you to come get those blessings. Amen. So I have another question, Javon. Can you talk a little bit more on how you went through depression? Also, when did it start and how did you overcome the depression and PTSD? Sure. Um, Well, depression and PTSD is something that, you know, you don't, you you never really get rid of it. You you learn how to cope and you learn how to uh, manage. So for me, I think depression, before I even knew it was depression, really started when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was, but... You know, when you feel like you just don't enjoy anything that's happening in your life, um, even if it's good and you feel like you're alone, even in a room full of people, you know, that's telltale signs. But we don't know that, especially back then. These conversations just started being had maybe Mm -hmm. in the past five years in our community. Um, And you weren't told to go get help. then. You were like, suck it up. Right. That's that's how we did, especially as a man. Like, suck it up. And you weak if you cry. You doing this. So that's that's how I looked at it back then. But now. Um, being able to be vulnerable about what's going on, saying I'm not okay, sharing my story, being authentic with it has really helped me to um, man- manage it in a better way. Um, and I can feel it. I learned my triggers. Uh, I've learned my, my physical responses, all those things. So now I can identify when PTSD or depression or something like that is coming. Uh, so I'll, I'll feel maybe a little uh, that gut feeling. I'll feel a little shaky, a little jumpy. I feel like uh, a little fidgety, all those things. And then I'll feel tired. Like, so those, I pay attention to that. When mm-hmm. my body tells me those things, that's when I got to take a step back. And I give myself that, that grace to say, hey, I, I, can't, I can't do it today, right? I'm going to take the day off or whatever the case may be. You just really have to listen to yourself. And like I said, you got to have that support system. Um, you can't hold all these things in because your family, your friends, do not look at you as a burden if you tell them something's wrong. Right? That's what we got to get out of. That is a myth. You're not looked at as a burden. You know, they are there to support you and help you. Right. But again, you have to be willing to do what's necessary to get the help on your end as well. Absolutely. And I'm glad you were able to, you know, understand your triggers and to understand your body. And a lot of people don't understand their body or the triggers that they have. So I'm glad you were able to use your pain and turn it into a purpose and to be able to help others uh, gravitate through their depression as well. So that is so amazing, especially men, because a lot of self-care and mental health is, um, I want to say it's towards women now. And for you to be in that category and to be able to touch and coach 
101 and have your uh, group coaching is so amazing to be able to help men because this is not all about women. It's about men too. Men need healing as well. So I'm glad you opened up your coaching program and assisted others. So um, a lot of people let their past hinder them. A lot of people dim their light or even play it safe sometimes Mm -hmm. or just living a life without purpose like we stated earlier. A lot of people think like they are not good enough or don't they don't have the support of family. What are some encouragement words that you would like to say to that person that might be listening today? Yeah, um, that, and that's so true. Right, A lot of us do, you know, go through that. And again, it's going back to getting help. Be vulnerable. Right. Enough to go ahead and, and get that help and tell people you aren't OK. Because that's when the true healing starts. Vulnerability is one of the, the main tenets of healing properly. Like, so we have to uh, get out of that mindset of doing things by ourselves. You cannot do this alone. Like, life is not meant to be alone. Humans are social creatures. We need others. Inherently. Stop the self-made stuff. There's no such thing. We all need people. We all need support. So that's yes. what I would say to that person. Right? And then you have to uh, learn to love you. Uh, and for and to do that, you have to forgive yourself for any part you feel that you played in your trauma and in your pain. Yes. Like start fresh. Give yourself a blank slate from today forward. You are, this is your baseline. This is where your life starts. Right? It yes. starts today. So look at it like that. Every day is a new opportunity. And things that accumulate over that time, you made the best decision at that moment that you thought was, you know, was going to help you, right? That's why you made a decision. Like, no one's making a decision because they knew it was a bad one, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they feel like they had no other options, right? But take a moment if you feel that way. Take a moment if you feel like you have no options and survey. Look at what is possible. Talk to other people if you feel stuck, right? It really all boils down to that. Having a strong support system, having a strong uh, social, social aptitude, to be able to, to talk to others and look to others and feel um, comfortable doing that. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. I always tell my, um, I have a, a coaching session as well, self-love uh, mentorship. And I always tell my mentees, uh, forgiveness is a part of healing. In order to move on, you have to forgive yourself, forgive others. So you'll be able to have that clean slate, like you said. Yeah. So the next question is, why is vulnerability so important to you? And do you think sometimes it's overlooked? It's always overlooked. You know, that's because, especially in our communities, because we're told that vulnerability is weak. Like showing your emotions is weak. Letting people know you're not okay is weak. But it's the opposite. Like I've been talking about it this whole convo. Like vulnerability is necessary. We have to do this, right? And vulnerability is not being naive. It's not naivety. It's not like letting people in that don't deserve your energy, right? You got to be mindful of that too, right? Because energy is transferred no matter what, whether it's negative or positive. So you have to be mindful of who's in your circle. Who are you letting in? When you're vulnerable, you know, vulnerable is positive. Uh, Vulnerability is something that helps you. It helps you get the the, uh, opportunities that you felt like you were missing before. It helps you keep yourself mentally, physically, and uh, spiritually in shape because it allows serendipity to take place, which is things that would not, beautiful things that occur in your life that would not otherwise happen. And that's the benefit of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. The next question I would like to ask is, 
um, in your journey of helping others, some people don't know where to start. What has been the biggest struggle from your client for your clients on getting started with your coaching program? Uh, I, I truly feel like the confidence aspect. Yes. Right. The lack of confidence within themselves and lack of confidence leads to lack of perception of worth. Right. You don't believe that you're worth as much as you are. Uh, lack of confidence means you're not going to go for the things within your life that you really deserve. Lack of confidence uh, could mean that you can't forgive yourself uh, at the current state that you're in because you don't believe that you deserve that forgiveness. You believe that you deserve to be mistreated. You believe that you deserve to be in that bad relationship. Right. So uh, building that confidence is paramount. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have that same uh, struggle as well with my uh, mentorship. A lot of people don't have that confidence. A lot of people think they don't need the help. Sometimes we do need that extra push. I have a life coach, so and I'm a coach, so it's like I still invest in myself in order to be able to help and touch others, so that's definitely uh, understandable. So I would like to talk about your coaching program, Live Not Loathe on your kingdom. What do you offer in your 12-week program? Let the people know what you offer. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a big question. Uh, and the biggest thing I will say is the transformation. Right. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, all the other stuff that comes with it, you know, the coaching, the the uh, the books, the journals, all that stuff like that just leads to the transformation. And that's what I'll tell people is the biggest thing you're going to get. You're going to go from the life you low to the life where you are living and enjoying. Right. And that's why the name of the company is Live Not Low. Right. And it all starts with being able to own your kingdom, being able to have yourself aligned mentally, physically and spiritually. Uh, and that's what we give. That's what we give in our program. If someone came to me and they asked me, you know, could you help me? Chances are the answer is I can, but you have to do the work. Right? Yes. Can you help yourself is the question that I always ask. Because coaching is about, we can't do the work for the person, right? We can't do the work. We have to make sure. I only take people who are ready to take action. And usually when people are coming to me, that means they're fed up. They're fed up with their life. They're fed up with how they're acting. They're fed up with something that has become so unbearable. And they're ready for that change. So typically, the answer that they give is yes. Um, and we do a lot of exercises. We do a lot of uh, pointed work to ensure that I uh, help them build a solid foundation because no matter how beautiful the house is, if the foundation is weak, the house yes. will crumble. So I make sure we do a lot of work on foundational first of the uh, the self-care, the, the forgiveness, the vulnerability, the communicating effectively, the emotional intelligence, right? You all, all that leads to self-mastery so you can go ahead and get that life that you want and stop telling yourself that your dreams should be deferred or your dreams are impossible. Yes, I love it. I love how when I asked the question, the first thing you said was transformation. Like you, you that makes me sleep at night when I'm knowing that I was able to help somebody and steer them in the right direction. That is so like I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I love I love how you said that. So thank you. I know it makes me feel good. So I want to ask, how do you feel from the transformation and testimonies that you get from your clients? How do that make you feel? Well, I think I feel like you, Talisha. I think I feel <laughs> great, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't be in this business if you're not really um, caring about the people you serve. Yes. 
Absolutely. And and I serve from a place of empathy because I can relate to that feeling of hopelessness and helplessness, right? So I serve from empathy. And I I think that speaks volumes because if you serve from sympathy, you can't put yourself in that person's shoes, right? When I speak to my clients, I can feel that. I can feel their pain point. I know what's going on within them, right? So um, that makes me feel great because we're going through it together. <laughs> like, you know, I know, right? Like, That's I how I feel. I'm like, oh my God, thing. I feel exactly what she's saying. Text <laughs> right. you know, they text me or hit me up, be like, yo, Javon, this happened. You know, I feel amazing, right? <laughs> you ask any of my clients, they be like, yeah, he be, he be hyped more than I do about my. Oh, my I read your reviews. That's why I asked that question. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, you're doing so, an amazing job. You're doing an amazing job. I had to do my research on you. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I love your story. I just read your story. I'm like, this is amazing how this young man turned the pain into purpose. That was just, I was like, okay, I love your story. And I wanted to um, just give a shout out to your publicist for reaching out to me today. That yeah. was so amazing. Um, yeah, shout out to Gernika Williams. Don't be yes, trying to take yes, her, y'all. Yes. Nice to you. <laughs> but if and you before need we end this, tell the people a little more about your book. Where can they find your book at? Yeah, so you can find the book, um, Own Your Kingdom and All Gas, No Breaks. Uh, you can find that, my apparel, and my journals at livenotloathe.com slash shop. That's L-I-V-E-N-O-T-L-O-A-T-H-E dot com slash shop um you can find all my stuff there yes 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 so yes this man is doing some amazing things life coach arthur keep up the good work keep sending the healing energy out that you have the good energy out that you have in the world we need more people like you in the world and i want to end this and say um you can definitely check out um divine purpose podcast each and every friday morning on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, as well as spotify and again javon thank you so much for coming on the podcast today i hope you have an amazing day and yes. continue to be you and continue to share light in this world because we like i stated before we need more people like you in the world thank you and i hope the same for you um appreciate you keep doing your thing with the divine purpose um and everyone you know if they want to reach out to me on social media just search live not loathe right and then i'll pop up for sure or you can yeah. Google it. However, however it works for you, you'll find me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peace and love. And I hope everybody has an amazing day. Peace.